podcast is software for a cleaning business owner. I'm Louise and this is Diane. Hi everyone. And we're going to start off with uh, why we'd actually want software. So we all start with a paper diary. Did you have a paper diary back in the day? I my paper diaries. I think they started off as A5 and then I realised that wasn't big enough and changed to A4. And yeah, I had diaries for the first four years, I think, of the business and kept them. I, I think I had a paper diary back in the beginning and I got so excited when my bookings actually filled up more than five lines. I was like, <laughs> yes! And then it outgrew eventually the paper diary and I was yeah. like, this is silly. Yeah, and, and the danger, of course, with a paper diary is you lose it. So I, I did leave mine behind somewhere once and was bereft for a, you know, a good couple of days. But I did actually manage to get it back miraculously. GDPR, yeah. I know. Didn't exist back then, <laughs> no, did it? No. <laughs> no again. Um, so paper diary. So let's say you want to move on from your paper diary. What options have we got? Well, there's lots of software out there. So whether it's you um, scheduling your actual clients or whether it's your own appointments for going out to do sales appointments you've got google calendar haven't you yeah that's the one a lot of people use google calendar um and it has different colors doesn't it so you could have a different staff member on a different color yeah and um i think it has like all colors so like certain software so zenmade's really good but then it hits a certain amount of colors whereas i think google does shades of like green and red and yeah so if you're really visual for you know especially with scheduling then absolutely colors one of the things i used in the early years in fact we used it for years until we switched um was we used excel spreadsheets so i had one spreadsheet with our availability so team members and clients and the other spreadsheet was the actual schedule where i kind of inputted who was going where and for how long i love that we still use excel for a lot of us and one of the things people just going back to google calendar one of the things people really like is if you invite a staff member so you put a job out and a staff member accepts the appointment you've then got a record that that job has then been accepted Ah, on free software um, we've That's mentioned one of the good, really good things about Google Calendar, particularly, is it's, it's free. It's free and it integrates really well. I use the Microsoft package, and we're going to talk about some of the things that really benefit cleaning businesses. But Google have the same, same, similar packages, and it integrates really well with their other packages. So, um, yeah, what we find when I'm talking about Microsoft things, you can have exactly the same in Google. But what we found is actually you can't really use both of them. You kind of either go Microsoft. Choose one or the other. Or, yeah. or your open source. Time Tree. Have you ever used that one? No, it's not one I've used yet. Have you tried it? I've got to say no, but it's really highly recommended yeah. from people. They really like Time Tree. I think that's free as well. Oh, another free so, one. Brilliant. Lovely free, yeah. free one there. Uh, ZenMade. Yeah, well, that's what we use now. So we've been using ZenMade since June 2020. So right up until June 2020, we were using spreadsheets and we switched to ZenMade and it's, we love it. Um, we, we have the paid version. They do a full, fully free version um, just for your scheduling, but we use the paid version so our team can clock in and out and we can text and email clients via and, and team members. So yeah, it's been game changing in terms of the scheduling. I, I used ZenMade for about six months and I absolutely loved it. If you're going to be just a business owner, it works really well. What I found was that actually, by the time you've got 20 plus staff, you've probably outgrown it. I've already got admin people, possibly don't need it quite as much. Yeah, no, we, lo- we love it. And one of the things it's really done is we've got rid of the paper client notes. So we used to you know, give each ten- team member every morning, we had to make up folders, one for each team member with the, the client notes in a plastic wallet and the keys and hand them out each morning. And it told them where they were going and what the priorities were. And yeah, it's just, we don't have to do it. We just hand out keys now. 
and they can access it on their app at any point. They can write notes, they can clock in and out. And if the client phones you during the day, makes a change, I'm guessing you can update it there and then real time. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. And and the other good thing with with Zenmade is we get get an initial startup discount through the DCBN, so it's always um, worth giving it a trial just for that. that. It's 75% off for three months, isn't it? Which is really good, but it's free anyway. That's 75% off the paid version. Yeah, absolutely. You can use the free version permanently for free. I love that. And then communication. So you've mentioned obviously Zen made you're communicating with staff, but how else could people communicate with staff? There's lots of ways, aren't there? We we have a private Facebook group which which we love and but not all like our it. team are on Facebook, but we do have a private Facebook group where we can put updates and announcements and they don't interact a huge amount, but it is useful for communicating. Yeah. You, do you use WhatsApp? I like WhatsApp and one of my favourite things to do with the WhatsApp group is when we get positive customer feedback, we love sharing it on the WhatsApp group because everybody sees it. Um, like you, we don't get a lot of interaction, they don't tend to chat on the WhatsApp group and they used to but we actually started to discourage that. Um, I know a lot of business owners, their WhatsApp groups are just chat and they're going, I've got no control over this. Mm. Um, so the communications are a double-edged sword, aren't they? Yeah, and the danger with written communication is people can't hear your tone of voice or see that you're smiling. Um, you can put emojis in, but people don't always see that. They, they might see the written words. So yeah, there's a, there's a risk point there, isn't there, with something like, especially when it's quick communication. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so some people, if they're doing a bit more professional, again, you can write notes in Time Tree. Um, sorry, I think you can work, write notes in Time Tree. Um, and Slack Teams. Yeah, so we, we, use, we use Podio for most of our communications as a management team and, and then the Facebook group for our others. But I know I use Microsoft Teams in another business and I really love it. Um, we've not used Slack um, at this point, but it's, I think it's pretty similar to Microsoft Teams. And Microsoft Teams is free, so that's always if a bonus. If you've got a Microsoft account. If you've got a Microsoft account. It's not free. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, so if you've got a Microsoft account, it comes included in the package. <laughs> Yay. Um, and customer communication, people are raving about quote on site. Yeah, quote on site's been really good for people literally sending out quotes, it's what, what it says, but you can track whether they've opened a quote, what bits of the quote they've looked at, and, and know our members are finding it really useful. Yeah. And of course, getting the discount as well, which is always good. And one of the good things, so we looked at using Adobe Sign to get customers to sign the contract, yeah. but quote on site include that. So you've got a signed contract, you've covered off everything, you know you they've read your terms and conditions, it just takes the pressure and stress out yeah. of it yeah um, and then one of our favorite ones and this is either Microsoft or Google forms yeah this is Brilliant. a game-changer yeah um, so again I'm Microsoft Microsoft forms you create effectively a questionnaire and you can put anything you like and I use it when a customer wants to apply to go on my waiting list they'll fill in their name their address their phone number how many bedrooms they've got whether they've got pets um, I don't know, other things as well. I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. So they fill all that in. And then I'm going to look at the 12 people on my waiting list and go, well, I've got a slot in this area. Which ones match? And it just saves me so much time. Yeah. We started doing, well, I created a quoting form in Google. So I use Google Forms. And it's brilliant because you can, you know, based on the answer to one question, it can jump to a different section to for the next question to be. So the first question is always, are you looking for a one-off service or is it a regular service? So that jumps them to a different set of questions and I mean it didn't it took a few hours to create but now that's it done and yet we, we've actually you know taken on clients just based on the 
form because we can quote based on the information they give us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I learned that. It's called branching, isn't it? Yes, when you got, that's it. I had to start Googling and learning how yeah. to branch on things. Anyway, that's not for here. Um, <laughs> it's also really good for feedback. So a lot of us struggle to get feedback from customers. So by sending out a standard form after each one, and if you get really good feedback, you can then get in contact and go, would you like to write me a Google review? Yeah. Um, as opposed to going, I wonder what they really think. Do you want to write me a Google review? And you risk not having a great, <laughs> hopefully you're not risking that, but you don't know what they're going to say. Yeah. If you know you're getting some positive feedback, that's the time to ask for a review, 100%. Yeah. You can also use it in recruiting as well. You know, application forms, you know, having an online application form just means that you can, you know, first of all, you can find out if they're a car driver, if that's one of your requirements, you know, those deal breakers that you need to know about. We like to know their location because sometimes they apply and they're a long way away. Like London. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> they haven't realised that we're in Yorkshire. You know, So, yeah, it's important from that point of view. And also we use it in training, so it's really good we can create checklists in Google Forms to see that we've covered things off um, and for, you know, to make sure that we've cu covered everything when we've got a new starter. And we do it so that once they've watched a training video, they've got to answer five questions, multiple choice questions, really easy. But then I've got a record that they have watched that training video yeah. and I can go, well, I know you didn't answer it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and from a compliance point of view, you know that they've done the manual handling training, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah. And if anybody comes back to me, I'm going, I can prove they did it because they've answered these questions, which makes my life easier. And then we're on to HR. So HR, there are some really, really good, uh, like full, full options. So you've got the likes of Peninsula. So I know a lot of people struggle with HR and managing a team and Peninsula are probably the gold standard. They will solve every problem that you haven't even thought of yet. They are brilliant. Um, one of the things that people have said about Peninsula though is that they can tie you into long contracts. That's not technically true. What you find is you can get a better deal if you go for a five-year contract, it's cheaper per month than a one-year contract. But for a lot of startup businesses, I would say if you don't know what you're doing just yet, go for your shorter contract. Definitely, just to try it out, and you know, so we we, we have a d discount through the DCBN, don't we? But it's really important that you you know if you are signing up for these things, you are tied in, so you do need to be aware. But Peninsula, like you said, gold standard. They will take care of everything. They'll write the contracts for you. They'll write the staff handbooks for you. They'll take care of all of that. And you know it's going to be fully compliant. They'll sort out your risk assessments. Yep. If you have a problem, if someone, one of your staff is saying, I'm going to go through disciplinary, and you're sat there going, what is a disciplinary? They'll hold your hand. They'll yep. do your paperwork. And for, for a first-time manager or business owner, it's just invaluable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then for those that are a little bit better, but need kind of the documentation behind them, you've got Bright HR, bit cheaper, not gonna hold your hand quite as much, but they'll do some templates for you, but you take those templates and you fill them in, still really, really good. But for those of us that think we know what we're doing, <laughs> which, which hopefully we do, You've got lots of other options. You can start, or well, the DCBN provide loads, first of all, don't you? Yeah. I shouldn't say those that think they know what they're doing. The DCBN provide absolutely loads of templates. For a business owner, that's where you're going to find everything you need. I was looking for a disciplinary invite letter, not for my not for my company, for someone else the other day. And I didn't realise we had that on there, but we've even got those, haven't we? Staff contracts, uh, handbook templates. 
I'm going to ask you because you put them all on the website, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, there's, well, there's pretty much everything that you need in terms of yeah, inviting people to meetings, holiday request forms, there's key holding, holding policies on there, there's all sorts. So, yeah, there's plenty to choose from in terms of managing your team documentation. The other thing that you need to be aware of when you are managing a team is, you know, how do they book holidays? You know, do you do that through a Google form or do you do, you do that through a payroll system? Because otherwise it causes chaos, doesn't it? And yeah. tracking their sickness absence or you know unplanned absences, which is what we call them rather than sickness. So you know you need to have systems in place to manage those too, don't you? And I know Peninsula and Bright HR have systems whereby you can track their, their their sickness and they have planning systems. Whereas for those of us not using it, you're looking at Excel. You're looking at finding yeah. ways around tracking it because you know if they've been off five times in the last six months you need to have a record of everything yeah absolutely in terms of paying them as well and payroll so we approach this differently as well here yeah, we do everything differently <laughs> what do you do so we use zero for our accounts and we use zero for payroll as well so it's really simple and easy to use it's you know it's about 20 pound a month i think i think it's extra for the payroll so i can't remember exactly how much it's probably 30 pound a month but that's really good in terms of it, for a non-accountant i find it relatively easy to use quickbooks is another one isn't it yeah lots yeah. of people like quickbooks and lots of people say what's the difference between quickbooks and sage QuickBooks is really good for payroll. Sage is a full accountancy package. Um, really, you're looking, by the time you're a limited company, you're looking at going up more towards Sage. But before that, you want your easy to use ones. And I know that people want their payroll software to integrate with their planning software. That's like gold standard that doesn't always happen. <laughs> Does yours integrate? No, so it, yeah, Zero does not integrate with ZenMade, and and so but what what you do is we have a system in place that gets the information out of ZenMade, and then we then upload it into Zero. So it's a manual thing, but it, the information is still there to transfer. If that makes sense. You tried Zapier. No, I've I've heard a lot about Zapier. So go on, educators on Zapier. <laughs> I'm not the best at explaining this. So Zapier does zaps. So it takes an action that happens in one piece of software, like uh, Zen made at the end of the month downloads whatever you download. What is it? A C C V R C C S B file. So that would zap at the end of the month, download that, and then it zaps to whatever upload you zap it, it to, to upload it to wherever. Yeah. So it, it oh for example, if something like a Google uh, an inquiry comes in on one of your forms, it would zap and put that straight into, say, if you HubSpot, if you were using some kind of uh, marketing software, which then Zap might then, Zapier would then send another Zap to then trigger MailChimp to send out an email. And so what Zapier does is causes interactions in other software. And, and that's so important right now because so many of us have been looking for one piece of software to run our whole business. For, I've been doing, I've been looking for, since 2008. There is nothing out there. People have sold me things, but there's nothing out there. But Zapier could be game changing, couldn't it? If you can get your individual pieces of software to speak to each other, that's another step up on automation, isn't it? Yes, although having used it, you they say it's really easy. You have to be a little bit technical. Yeah. You have to, like, the more advanced these things get. But Zapier does make it a lot easier than it has been in the past. And maybe you want to zap someone landing on your website into, <laughs> I don't know, turning it straight into your, uh, storing it's, their information yeah. on HubSpot. Absolutely. Uh, we're actually not going to talk about, oh, we might talk about HubSpot. Um, so tech. 
So most of us still text customers, partly to remind them we're coming, <laughs> partly to tell them what time we're coming, and you may even want to text them a bit of a reminder that they now need to pay you. Um, but this is something that can be automated really quite easily, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So one of the, the, the benefits of Zenmail is you can email and text your customers direct through their platform. We also use, if we want to schedule something, so say we want to send a text to a customer at nine o'clock the next morning, um, it doesn't need to go out that day, it just needs to be time specific. We can schedule it in something like text, text Magic or Text Marketer. We use those quite a lot. And we can put the reply number as either my mobile or whoever's wanting to actually send the message, but it's all we do it all online. So you're not actually sitting at your phone sending the text. We do that as well. Yeah. And can you do that on WhatsApp now as well? Yeah, possible? I think what is the WhatsApp business, the new WhatsApp business can do things like that now, can't it? I've got it. I don't yeah. actually know how to use it yet. No, I've downloaded it and looked at it and thought, I need to learn how to use that <laughs> yeah. bit of software. <laughs> don't you find we all do this? I'm going, there's so many amazing things, yeah. but I can't do them all. <laughs> so um, social media. So this can get loads easier. Social media is so overwhelming, isn't it? This instagram and TikTok and linkedin i mean i can list them facebook as well um yeah we're not big fans are we no you just have to kind of get control over it don't you really and find tools that help you now the, the challenges with social media is you want interaction but you also want to actually communicate regularly and post things don't you so facebook's great because it has its own scheduling system within it so you can schedule facebook posts but you can't schedule on any other platform you need a secondary platform don't you so that's where we've used hootsuite in the past and social pilot and they're two definitely that i i've used and use extensively really good for scheduling yeah, the, the one thing I have found about them, though, is you can schedule a post to go out on every single platform, but every platform needs a slightly different approach. Yes. So you almost schedule them, but you actually need a different one. Instagram has different hashtags and LinkedIn needs to be a bit more professional. And Yeah, and Twitter's got only so many characters. <laughs> and yeah, you, you do have to really think about the platform that you're using, but at least you can do that in bulk. Yes, like your Marketing Mondays. Yes. You can sit yes. there and set it all Marketing up. Mondays, that's, that's all I will do is I will just sit and create the, the, the social media posts and then schedule them. And I'll try and do them for at least a couple of weeks at a time so that if I want to skip a Monday, I can. Goodness, I don't know if I have the concentration to sit for four or five hours. But I like posts. it. See, I like, Mark, I like it's the creation bit that takes the time. The scheduling is the quick bit. But it's the creation bit and that sort of, you know, that's what, that's a bit I enjoy. Oh, no, I like to do it lying in bed thinking I'm not really tired yet. And, you know, we go down the rabbit hole of flicking through something. <laughs> I think, do you know, what? I better use my time a bit better and actually put a post out. So my posts go out at 11 o'clock at night sometimes. Just Yeah, but that's why I like the scheduling is I can even if I were, if I was, I don't like to work at 11 o'clock at night, but if I was, it could then get scheduled to go out at 11 o'clock the next day. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like with, you know, if you've ever used, if you use Boomerang for your emails, so you, you know, you can schedule your emails to go out um, rather than sending them straight away. If you're using something like Gmail, um, that's quite good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to. Luckily, I have systems that do all this for yeah. me because <laughs> no one wants to receive a, an Instagram message from me at two in the morning. No. <laughs> um, and then going on to some of the other ones, um, particularly if you've got a, your business is getting a little bit bigger, there are lots of projects that seem to go on. And by projects, it can be recruitment, it can be quoting, and things can get out of control quite quickly. Um, and I know where I've done it, where I've done a quote, 
And then two weeks later, someone replies to me and I'm like, I don't even remember you. What am I going to do? So this is where more of your project management software comes yeah. in. Um, so again, I'm a Microsoft kind of girl. Uh, Microsoft Planner works yep, really well. Yeah, I like well. my, Microsoft Planner. I've used Trello as well, um, which yeah. is another one. Yeah, I like Microsoft Planner. I, I remember back before the tech days, I would move things from one folder to another physically as they went through my sales process. But well, yeah, they're absolutely. They're buckets now, you can now use, aren't they? Yeah, Planner is basically those folders that you used to have. They call them buckets, don't they? And you move things along your process. So it's a good way of keeping yourself organised. And I, I like that they all work in quite a similar way. So Trello's buckets, and then you can see them on a calendar, and um, you can do the same on Microsoft Planner. And HubSpot's the same, so that's more of a, like a marketing one. But that works in exactly the same way. Yeah. And so it doesn't really matter which one you pick. You can now, once you've got the skills, you can swap across quite yeah, easily. Absolutely. One thing we haven't mentioned, which I really love, um, and it was a game changer in the business, having lost the first year of business um, on my computer, because I hadn't saved everything properly, I lost a lot of my um, information. And I switched to something called Dropbox, which oh, is an yeah. online file storage, which I absolutely love. I know Google Drive do want us do, do it as well, um, but that's, you know, for storing all your records, it's brilliant to have it all in the cloud, far safer than even on a, hard, a, a spare hard drive in your office, because it's all online. Well, they say now you should have a backup hard drive, which updates every 24 hours. I'm sure it should be more for other companies. And you should have cloud. You should be backing up in yeah. various places. And um, there's actually a real push on internet security at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they've seen a real increase in attacks. So, you know, whatever you get, you do have to be super, super yeah. safe. You need your firewalls. You need to be updating them. You it's also worth having extra antivirus software on there. Yeah, yeah, really take care of that information because too easy to lose it. And there are blackmails out there, aren't there? Even small businesses can get targeted. Yeah, so I heard a story where it was a bigger business and they managed to target the CEO going in through his son's iPhone because once wow. they were through the son's iPhone onto the home network, now, hopefully none of us, well, not hopefully, hopefully we are big enough to actually be that kind of target. But the reality is, actually, we're probably not big targets, but they don't care. Um, yeah. And I got a scam the other day where somebody told me that my Facebook account had been hacked and I needed to enter this code. Yes. It was really realistic and obviously something twigged because I turned to my husband and I was like, this doesn't look quite right. And he Googled the uh, email address it came from and went, no, that's a scam. Don't enter your code. So I must have known something was wrong to even flag it up. But they're really realistic now, aren't they? Clever. Yeah. So protect yourself. Yep. Um, and so on to, as we're talking about warnings, our final warning. We have talked about a lot of software there. Most of them that we've talked about, or a lot of them are free. Um, but you can really spend a lot of money. Yeah, go down the uh, software rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. and, and you can automate everything. In fact, you barely need to exist in your business, but that's going to cost you more than a full-time person. Yeah. And it's very easy. I see people that are spending so much on maybe Google Ads. They're outsourcing that. They're outsourcing. They're getting all this software. And I'm going, it's costing you £1,500 a month. And every subscription you're tied into yeah and that's a lot of cleaning that's a lot <laughs> to pay of for that you've got to really focus on the profit in your business because fundamentally you're in business to make a profit so you've got to keep an eye on those margins so yeah don't go too far down the 
I've got to have every bit of fancy software out there and, and you need every subscription out there because you don't. You need to find out what's going to work for your business and try out the free ones first yeah. and try out the discounted ones first. You know, make sure that you, you get what's going to work for you in your business. But I don't think either of us have all, well, not, no one has all of these because we've talked no. about so many different ones. But, you know, I think a lot of these you could get away with Word, Excel. You yeah. don't have to get all of this software. It's out there if you like it. Yeah, use the things that you've already got first, definitely. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that wants to, obviously DCBN has great discounts on a lot of these because we know a lot of our members use them, but you don't have to. But we would love you to join us and we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank